like bodies. <laughs> just the episode's gonna start with me explaining the, the horrible history of early gynecological history. <laughs> where it's just like, yeah, no, doctors just just to put black women in an attic and just cut them open repeatedly, and like with no anesthetics. They had anesthetics, they just didn't use them because black people don't feel pain apparently. Damn, that's an intro. Yeah, Hi, right? and welcome to Blank Bodies, <laughs> a Vampire the Masquerade, B5, <laughs> Tabletop, and Horror Podcast. Happy Black History Month. Uh, uh, <laughs> these are terrible things about history we need to learn so we can understand and improve our society and support our neighbors. Yes. Yes. But fuck. Fuck! Yeah, hi. So welcome to uh, Tremere War Crimes episode. Uh, That's a good intro to this, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Before we get too deep, I'm your host, Hunter. And as always, I'm joined by... John! Sarah. And the Lorebot. Dan. <laughs> fuck! Okay, I was joking before he hit the record button because uh-huh. I was talking about like how chainsaws were invented to help doctors uh, help with birthing instead of doing a cesarean section. I don't think that you made this air quotes big enough with the word help. Yeah. <laughs> I also. I mean, it would get the baby out. I also yeah. didn't hit record until you mentioned me hitting the record button. Well, you button. were staring at me ominously like you had hit the button serendipitously and were just like waiting for me to shut up. So you could do the intro, and then I outed myself, and then he did it anyways. Like a good storyteller. Here we are. Uh, If you have players that are full of anxiety, they will tell you what their worst fear is in game, and then you can weaponize it. I know, this happens to me all the time. (laughs) (laughs) This is why I'm a fun player. I will just give you the plot. Because I'm scared. <laughs> I need to work on that. I'm. So, I've realized been realizing lately that I'm yeah. so used to being the storyteller. Yeah. That I also sometimes just sit and wait for other players to do anything, uh, and then I'll be like, "Oh yeah, I'll fuck with. I'll do that. Yeah, I'll fuck. <laughs> I'll with help." That. And then it's like, "Wait a minute, I can make decisions too." I think the least is when I played a child recently in a Deadlands game, so I just get bored and wander off. Like, no, a kid wouldn't care about what you're talking about. I'm gonna go dig in this barrel. Okay. <laughs> oh, I found human meat in the barrel. Cool. That's not fun. Let's That's... be real. That was probably one of your best characters. Oh, uh, little Jimmy. I miss little Jimmy. He might have to come back. I almost brought him back for this game we're playing now, but... Then it would have just been like Jimmy and Denim again. It's like the exact opposite character of who I'm playing now, who's just like an old man doctor, <laughs> who's like has an excuse to not be like super rambunctious because he's an old man doctor. Yeah. Well, speaking of old men doctors, uh, so there's a big, a big meme... A big, a big meta within the Vampire the Masquerade community, which is, fuck the Tremere. Regardless of what's going on, the Tremere can go fuck themselves. I mean, fuck the Tremere. Yeah, it's not really a meme as much as, like, a historical fact. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just, you know, and some people are like, why? It, especially given, you know, with the OGL fuckeries, we're starting to get some uh, baby beans into World of Darkness stuff because they don't want to give money to Watsy, and I'm like, that's a good choice. Yeah, yeah. I know. You shouldn't have been doing that the whole time, but, you know, here we are. Uh, so yeah, uh, time to start explaining that shit, because the fans voted, and now we're going to be doing a Tamir deep dive. Yeah, so if you're new from our How to Get Into Vampire uh, episode, we've been doing deep dives on all of the clans, and our listeners get to vote. We do a Patreon poll, and they pick uh, who goes forward to a Twitter poll. Where the list is getting so slow, that might just become a Patreon exclusive. But this is a preemptive episode for... Uh, the Tremere, which is really cool and it has some really good uh, setup for the clans and some history of the world. But if this is like your second episode listening, I would definitely recommend going back and listen to our Vampire History 101 and 201 episodes and maybe some of the other clan episodes first, because this one is probably going to get the most wonky. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
this is this is a little two hundred level, mm-hmm. I guess class. Uh, to explain that in my uh, elitist academic ways, as as I am wont to do. So uh, we uh, decided by we, I mean mostly me. Uh, <laughs> you, I'm getting to it. Yeah, okay, all right, all right. Spicy robot. Yeah. Uh, decided that uh, hey, so there are some things that the Tremere have done that are super fucked up. Uh-huh. We should talk about it. But if we talked about it within the confines of the normal clan deep dive, the whole episode would be just that, and it would completely fuck up the format. Uh-huh. So it would make it as a reference episode kind of garbage. So we're talking about it now. Huzzah! Yeah. Huzzah! Huzzah! war crimes. <laughs> the problem is we didn't have time. We also might have done like a full three-part uh miniseries prior to the Tremere if we covered every single war crime they did. Oh, no. So we I'm, focused on their big war crime. Yeah, 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 No, a lot of the war crimes are getting covered in the clan deep dive. Yeah. But this one, a uh, little little extra spicy, little little sousant. <coughs> See, the Tremere heard you talking shit. Yeah, I guess. They made my throat tickle. Bastards. Yeah. That's all they can do during the day. Right. Fuck them. <laughs> Bitches. So, yeah. Uh, we are also going to be clear of the fact that every clan has their own fucking baggage, and they do fucked up shit, because all vampires are monsters, but some baggage is worse than others. It's true. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And this is definitely up there. So, we are going to be talking about gargoyles. Woo! Yay! Stone voice. Uh. Stone voice. Oh, I made him sad. Yeah, it's kind of a bummer, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> So, they shouldn't exist. No. They, they should not, but you know what? Here we are. Now, I can't remember. Uh, what came first, the Disney show Gargoyles or the Vampire Gargoyles books? I think the books. I think. I did not research or, that ahead of time. Are you talking about the Disney show Gargoyles? Gargoyles? Yeah, that show slaps. Or do you think that the Gargoyles in um, Hunchback of Notre Dame came first? It might be close. I think the Hunchback Gargoyle. I think Hunchback came out in 97. Yeah. yeah it gar- was like later 90s. Gargoyles mm. came out in 94, so it was close. Yeah, because Hunchback of Notre Dame was Disney being like, okay, we made all this money off of the silly kids animations, and now they're trying to like earn awards for doing uh, more prestigious animations, which is why we got the Hunchback of Notre Dame, which is not a story for children. No, and but it is good. It's a good movie. I like it. Can't believe I'm losing to a bird. <laughs> uh, and then they also did Pocahontas, which was not great, but that's that's a story for another fucking time and episode. It's a very pretty movie. It's pretty. And that's pretty much all it's got going. Uh, it's pretty. I, I I love the hummingbird and the raccoon. Yeah. yeah. They're cool, but like, yeah. Anyways, Gargoyles, we're going to be getting into creation history and how they fit into the V5 Kananan. Kanan? Kanan. Kanan in. Yes. No, no. Uh, we're also going to talk Winona? a little bit about uh, bloodlines and what they are as opposed to what a clan is. Uh-huh. And we're also going to be talking about uh, characters uh, within uh, the canon and kind of how Gargoyles will highlight certain themes in your game. And maybe you should pay attention to that because it might be a little heavy, fam. And not just because they're rocks. <laughs> oh, man. Because they rocks. Because they rocks. They uh, if the start of this episode wasn't uh, a dead giveaway, a uh, content warning, we're going to be talking about human experimentation, indentured servitude, slavery, mutilation, torture, and religious trauma. Woo! Hey! Let's go! This was some fun research for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love watching your little servo spin as you try to process the depths of depravity of that is humanity. I didn't care about the depths of humanity. It was the in- inconsistent record-keeping. It was the 1500s. 
I like to think that it was like the scene in uh, Fifth Element where, um, fuck, why can't I remember her name? Lilu Dallas. Thank you, Lilu. When Lilu's taking in all the war crimes that humanity's done and she's just like... (sighs) While she's watching it and she gets all sad, she gives up on life. I like to think that that's what happened while you were doing the research. Also, Except the servos were burning out. Yeah. No, my main question was just like, where's Shonda's? I fucking hate that like born sexy yesterday trope, but the pop culture detective does a really good video essay that will explain why I dislike that as much as I do. What? Oh, just hot lady who is innocent and does, is too good for this world and doesn't oh. understand things, but she's hot enough for you to fuck. Uh, it's very weird and gross. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the source books uh, that we have for this, there's uh, House of Tremere, Dark Ages, Book of Storyteller Secrets, Lore of Bloodlines, Kindreds Must Wanted, Transylvania by Night, Gargoyles video uh, by Huddy is also a good little resource mm-hmm. if you have the ADHD and don't want to fucking read. Um, we also look at stuff from Chicago by Night mm-hmm. in the V5 and uh, Core Book. So yeah, there was a V20 book you in know, there too. I will say that mm-hmm. is a little bit funny, all those. Yeah. But mostly because the Tremiro joke. Yes. <laughs> yeah, they're they're laughing matter until you figure out how they made the gargoyles. No, Give I, it a second. I'm saying fuck them. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, no, much much like the concept of capitalism, it's really funny until you start getting into the origins of it. Then you're yeah. just like, oh, you're like, god damn it, damn it. Oh, one of our content warners, you forgot kidnapping too. That's that's part of the torture and indentured servitude and slavery. Uh, that's part of it. Point. It's hard to indenture someone into servitude without some sort of kidnapping. I feel <laughs> that, that's yeah. kind of part of the course. Yeah. But uh, before we get into that, uh, what the fuck is a bloodline? Um, it's one of those things that you uh, do when you're casting ritual magic with blood where you draw little lines on paper. It's something we're told is going to be coming out, but we've only had one, and it's broken oh, on PC no. currently. Uh, the well, last update for Bloodlines 2 is it's supposed to come out later this year. We'll see what happens. That's what they said last year. I know. <laughs> then we can just hope for a strong modding community, and I'll leave it at that. Yeah. Fair. Hey, no. I'm just hoping it doesn't hit Duke Nukem Forever territory. Hey, that came out uh, technically twice now. Yeah, after 15 years. That's fine. Look, yeah. things happen. But no, uh, in previous editions of Vampire the Masquerade, uh, a bloodline was a unique lineage of vampires that are distinct from their parent clan. Because, you know, he had Cain and then uh, their kids and then the 13 clan origins and then 13 clans. Uh, over the thousands and hundreds of years, uh, there's little little offshoots, little splinter, further splinterings. Those were bloodlines, essentially. Uh, these can be created through various different means. Some of them are supernatural, which involves literally magic, fucked up embraces, or diablerie. There's natural methods from convergent and divergent evolution, which is either chunks of the community, either in isolation, mutated to have different abilities, or, uh, people, two groups would come together and have mm-hmm. a melding of sorts. Mm-hmm. So we have magic and evolution side by side. Within Weird. the vampire community uh, storylines. I mean, I guess it kind yeah. of makes sense because, like, they are biological. I'm, I'm using finger quotes. Biological creatures. They are like meat, mm-hmm. but they are also magical creatures. Yeah. Whoa. I mean, it's kind of like, you know, how people are where it's like, you know, if you live closer to the equator, populations tend to be browner because yeah. the sun is intense. It's yeah. kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there's also social reasons for the vampires to have... Uh, 
bloodlines, which is due to like caste systems or belief schisms. And we, we kind of talked about bloodlines a little bit in our Malkavian uh, histories because they split between the Camry and the Sabbat, mm-hmm. where originally only Sabbat Malkavians had dementation mm-hmm. and the Camarilla ones did not until uh, an event happened in their history. Uh-huh. Yeah. But uh, that is an example of two separate bloodlines. So we yeah. have been covered them a little bit before. And that one was done by magic. Yes, magic and social. Yeah, and then there was Excuse like the, the different forms of gangrels where there's like the sharky ones because they hung out mm-hmm. in the water, mm-hmm. that kind mm-hmm. of shit. And then with like the Bana Hakim, because of the caste system, the different Bana Hakim have different discipline abilities based on what caste system their bloodline was in. So fun stuff. Uh, bloodlines tend to be, uh, smaller and function similar to how a clan is where they have their own society and rules and abilities. And Uh it's kind of like a little offshoot of the main clan, but they kind of do their own thing. Uh, this term can be used to refer to a branch of a clan, like tracing a family tree, but this is not as common in previous editions where, you know, it's like, oh yeah, no, my sire was so-and-so, who's the sire so-and-so, sire so-and-so, and trace back to Hardstadt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's much like how the Giovanni. Yeah. It's like, even back in the old days, the Giovanni had like, we're clan Giovanni, but there were like five families. Yeah, just like, you know, you can be part of the mafia, but then there's, you know, the different mm-hmm. family lines. Yeah. So, there's that. Uh, wanted to make a small note that uh, some clans can trace their lineage back to not Cain, whether that's like Lilith, uh, Wajian, or some sort of unnamed el- eldritch abomination. Cool. Um, these get listed as bloodlines in older texts and by other characters within the lore. Uh, I would suggest maybe don't do that because <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of dismissive in a way, like language-wise, where it's like, ah, yes, the... Uh, the, the vampire clans that can trace their lineage back to Cain through the uh, Judeo-Christian, uh, Greek, Middle Eastern, Abrahamic faiths, those are the real clans. Mm-hmm. All of Africa is one bloodline. I'm just like, mm, maybe don't do that. That's... Mm. Mm. It feels bad. That's not great. That's just completely... Or like, you know, uh, they were, yeah, we've come to the New World and there's characters here that are like vampires but we can't trace their bloodline back to our guys so these guys are they don't matter as they much. don't matter they're not actually vampires it's a bloodline of something da, 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 da. and i'm just mm-hmm. like mm, that's dismissive and weird maybe don't do that yeah that's kind of mechanically why. it's rough um storytelling wise that makes total sense for the cam oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Like, that's from their perspective a, right as a perspective of a vampire that yeah that makes sense but I don't think that I'd really like to roleplay that so much. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to have people that are assholes characters that think these things, like, that's cool, but make yeah. sure that they are clearly assholes for thinking this. Right. Yeah, And that's right. something that, like, why we've joked and called them don'ts and stuff, but, like, the vampires yeah. from the East now in current V5, as far as we know, has been completely erased. Mm, has it not? Uh, there is mentions of them in the Chicago by Night book in a weird way. Yeah, yeah see, I... But for the most part, like... They're not really discussed. They're not really discussed. And, like, if they do get brought back into another book, I think it's going to be completely different than how it was in previous editions. Mm -hmm. And part of that is that, too, it's it's the same sort of exoticism exoticism where it's, oh... They're Asian vampires, so they yeah. can't be regular vampires with just slightly different abilities. 
in the same way it's like oh you're not a european vampire well you're just a bloodline you're not as important as us it's kind of like an more extreme version of that yeah and it's like i i am totally cool with exploring different origin stories for different groups of vampires and i think that's interesting and cool and good ways to share mythoses from cross cultures and all sorts of shit like that that's great uh once you start putting people in this hierarchy of like, well, we're the true vampires. These people over here, because they're not like us, are just an aberration and therefore da 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 da, is a little white supremacy and I don't like it. So I'm like, eh, maybe don't. Yeah, but <laughs> we'll go into those. Just, we are, never mind. Yeah, we are way off topic. Yeah. Well, <laughs> a little bit, but it, it ties into some of the structural issues that gargoyles deal with and right. and bloodlines and bloodlines. And you get into some interesting uh, plot lines about like hierarchy and power and what that means in a society and system. It's like, it's even built into the game itself with like the ideas of high and low clans. The fact that thin bloods are considered to be such an aberration to the point that like they're being branded and like yeah. exterminated and shit. So it's like, it's core into the mechanics and the storylines of the game, but there's ways to handle it that are douchey and ways that are like, ah, we should explore this in a mature way because mm-hmm. we're adults doing a game. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So I, yeah, in writing this, I could not, not point that out. So hello everybody. Welcome to the woke corner. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's fine. <laughs> I love when you saw the proto script I wrote and you were like, I gotta bring up the bloodlines thing, or this isn't gonna make any goddamn sense. Yeah, so that's that's the rough of how they worked previously. Uh, there's a slight augment for it now in V5. Bloodlines do exist. Um, while they might have their own unique lore disciplines abilities, every bloodline now exists within the context and confines of the clan that they come from. So they're not semi-independent or fully independent, like branch-off groups. So kind of like how Chronicles handled it, if you've mm-hmm. played Chronicles, where they, like, every clan had, like, ten bloodlines. That This isn't going that deep, but mm-hmm. it is tying them directly to a thing. Yeah, and it's, uh, yeah, so they're not as, like, insular bloodlines are, but they do exist, and they have existed basically since the core book, because you have, like, the descendant of lore sheets, um, basically the entire way the Hakata is structured. And then we also have uh, the Niktuku and the Daughters of Cacophony lore sheets. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, basically bloodlines exist and you can mechanically access them through lore sheets is the best way it's handled. But you are part of your family unit. You're not like this weird separate group and have your own culture and all this extra shit. Right. So it's been a little bit streamlined. So I like that. Yeah, it makes it a little easier to organize. What is a gargoyle? Mm-hmm. Do either, does anybody actually know? Uh, again, I did the research, so I'm not going to answer. A gargoyle? Mm-hmm. It's a um, scary stone statue set on top of like old Catholic cathedrals and castles and things like that yeah. um, to ward away, quote-unquote, evil spirits. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then for vampire, what is a gargoyle? A uh, living that, rock man. That, but... It's that, but it gets up. He gets up and <laughs> says, hey, what's up? Sometimes. <laughs> he also, like, I guess maybe tears you apart sometimes, too. Yeah. Uh, so they're a semi-independent uh, vampire bloodline noted for their unique creation. Stone flesh and powers, ability to fly, and lack of memories of life prior to their creation. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. It begins. Oh, yeah. So, uh, speaking of unique creation, how do we do it? And why is it bad? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Dude, just uh, off off the top of the dome, do you remember anything about how they're made? I remember that it's not voluntary. 
<laughs> no. I mean, when they do the embrace, yeah. Even then, not really. Yeah, you can choose. Uh, yeah, you can choose, but it's not a great time. But again, the ritual, no. Nah, I don't know anybody who's going to willingly sign up for that. Not that long ago, I watched a video of Doug Jones getting makeuped into a gargoyle. That was pretty cool. Was it? Well, it's Doug Jones, so yeah. Yeah, that's Hell true. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... Well, just, he was so jolly the whole time. Gargoyle is not initially created because of the embrace. Like we have we have experienced delightfully throughout so far of the uh, lore. They were initially created through a really fucked up ritual. <laughs> because, you know, Tremere. Science. Um, alchemy, technically, at this point. We don't have science yet. That doesn't happen really until the 1700s, 1600s. No, that's when the technocrats were starting the science. Anyways, uh, so the ritual is known as At Our Command, It Breathes. It has a name. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm gonna say, like, that does sound kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Like, At Our Command, It Breathes. But, <laughs> exactly, yeah. But uh, then you read, like, two three steps down. And- mm-hmm. yes. So we have we have the, the rough recipe of this ritual, so we're going to walk through it uh, together. Yep. Strap boop, in, fam. Boop, 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 boop. Uh, step one, you're going to do lots of occult studies of thaumaturgy. That is the old-timey word for blood sorcery. Uh-huh. So I was right about drawing yeah. lines with blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. You weren't entirely wrong, but I was like, eh. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, step number two, you're going to capture some combination of Nosferatu, Gangrel, and Zemitsi. Just gonna, you're just gonna go out into the wilds and just, and just, just snatch them. some bodies off the streets. Mm-hmm. But remember, it's only two. No, not necessarily. Mm-hmm. Uh, step three: beat and torture your captives nightly. It is vital that their bodies and minds are broken for this ritual. It is a important ritual component that mm-hmm. you absolutely destroy these people. We're we're not gonna get too far into it, but I guess if you starve them, I was gonna say like it's hard to break a Zemitsi's body. Yeah. Uh, step four: starve your captives for an entire lunar cycle. <laughs> there we are. <laughs> only feeding them defiled blood. What that means? Mm. Uh huh. Pooped in it. I I haven't gotten all of the notes for the ritual, so it's it it, it could be poop blood. It could be uh blood that is unclean for various reasons. It could be blood that is sullied because of demonic powers. Who knows? Lots of reasons. I do want to bring up one small thing in this. Mm. Thankfully, we got this ritual in the V20 book. In the earlier books, there was just... Mm, it was very loosely defined. Thankfully, we got one book that was like, here's the actual ritual. Yeah, because over time, sometimes you lose track of uh, texts. Things right. go missing. And yeah, then, you yeah. know, due to archivist and various other nerdery, sometimes just things pop back up. And then kind you're of. like, ah, I know it now. Right. Like how we recently rediscovered how Roman concrete works, which is very exciting. Ooh. Yeah. That's nuts. It's, yeah. It was so cool, but also just like what? self-healing concrete. Anyways, uh, <laughs> after you have starved and beaten your captives for at minimum 28 days. Mm-hmm. If not longer, you know. Eh. Uh, step five is you stake your captives and transport them to the ritual space. So now now you've done a torture and a starvation, and now you've done a sensory deprivation and or bodily harm. Torpor is. Mm-hmm. Staking a vampire is fucked up because they're yeah. just paralyzed, but they're aware of everything. So uh, the most horrifying scenes from Serpent and Rainbow. Yeah. Also, one of the most horrifying episodes of Tales from the Crypt. Why don't mm-hmm. we just put you under and then just, you know, autopsied you? Yeah, so that's fucked up. Uh, step six. Cut apart and sew back together your captives into a shape you find most useful. 
And this isn't with Zamit's abilities, so this is just actually like mm-hmm. cutting people up and sewing them together. Yep, yeah. full Frankenstein. Soon, back together wrong. <laughs> back together soon. Back together wrong. <laughs> Thank you, Metalocalypse. Hell yeah. <laughs> also, oh no. <laughs> now we've delved into science crimes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oop. All right, step seven. Throw the new body and the leftovers into an occult slurry of earth, blood, etc. as part of the secret formula. <gasps> Is that the Krabby Patty? It's Krabby Patty <laughs> secret formula. It's the Krabby Patty. Oh, no. Oh, no. I mean, I guess I would be Krabby having this happen to me. And if I was re-sewn into the slurry, I guess I would be technically also be a patty. So mm-hmm. not yeah. inaccurate. This can be done with a cauldron, a barrel, or whatever large vessel that you can acquire. Store-bought is fine. Bathtub. Bathtub. As long as you can, like... Kitty pool. Make it sealed. Well, bare minimum, it needs to be at least human-ish size, because some people during this creation make the gargoyle large. Mm, Yeah. (laughs) So sometimes you need to have a cronk-sized big beefy boy vessel. (laughs) Oh, like one of those uh, inflatable hot tubs. Yeah. There you go. Have you seen, oh God, I think it was on Amazon. There's a uh, one person hot tub you can buy that has a thing at the end that lets you boil corn whilst you're also like boiling yourself. Like they're separate vessels, but like the heating element at the end. fucking ridiculous. Yeah. The heating element at the end, there's a little spot on top to put a pot. Nice. That's actually kind of cool. I, could you the de- you could the have, absolute? You could have uh, hot chocolate or mold wine. Mold wine. Mm-hmm. I look the absolute decadence of having a hot a personal hot tub and then also just eating cobs of corn. How much does this cost? I don't remember. <laughs> it has to be at least a thousand dollars. I'm just saying. All right, new Patreon tier. Uh, Somebody <laughs> sends us a thousand dollars. Get us the corn John tub. Gets the corn tub. I'll stream it. I'll be, I'll be a streamer girl. Hot tub stream. Yep. <laughs> hot tub and corn stream. If we get four of them, we'll record all of our episodes from now on in the corn tub. Hello. <laughs> Personal corn tub. We don't want one big one. We need our own tubs. <laughs> he- hello, uh, gentlemen, ladies, ladies. Uh, are any of you into long, gangly men that look like uh, Lurch and are very charming? Uh. Would you like to see them in a hot tub? Eating making corn. corn. Now the you question too is, can donate a thousand dollars for for your corn tub stream. Yeah. Would you be wearing fishnets and a speedo? Like, what what's your outfit for oh, this? Oh well, I I would assume like we'll we'll have to think of a few different options, and then we'll let the Patreon members t- uh, vote on it. Okay, cool. We can, or specifically yeah. whoever pays that. Yeah, one we can we can we can get. Get you posed like a paper doll and then have cutouts and like slide the outfits over <laughs> yep. to decide what your corn tub stream outfit's gonna be. I'm in. The corn tub fit. The corn tub fit. <laughs> oh no. Okay, we have to go the, back the, to the atrocities. I'm sorry. The syndicate must, dis- uh, uh, must make a disclaimer this is a one time payment. Only do this if you are very serious. Please do not do this as a haha. Uh, do it as a haha, but only if it's in your economic means. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. If Find got- me a corn tub. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, so. Uh, the, the crime so far is learning the, uh, occult rituals that defy the laws of nature and God, uh, uh, kidnapping, uh, mm. torture, uh, further torture through starvation, uh, further torture through staking. Yeah. No. Uh, beatings will continue. Until morale improves? Oh, morale, no. We no, want until the... morale is non-existent. Oh, yeah. The, not, willpower. Yeah, if Went the morale the improves, we have to hit them harder and or in ways that they don't like. No, okay, we have to keep going. It. Yeah, because, uh, you know, we're millennials and we know way too many people that are into 
Like, look, I need you to hit me so I can at least feel something, uh, which is valid. Yeah, anyway, because this is the one time if you moan daddy when you're getting hit, they're not going to stop. They're going to be like, well, we have to hit him differently. You know, for science reasons, uh, speaking <laughs> for science reasons, uh, you're going to cut them to, apart and then put them back together. So now we have a uh, medical malpractice and torture. Uh-huh. Uh, medical malpractice. It's... You are performing surgeries that are unnecessary, that are doing harm to your patient. That is absolutely against the Hippocratic Oath. I 100% I, agree. I just thought it was funny you're using the legal term for it. I'm just bringing like up the fact that... answer for these crimes. Nothing inclusively says that Tremere have medical doctrines. They can pretend like they're science men There's with their coats. a lot of Tremere people that were actually doctors d- before Embrace. I re- I just imagine sense. one really dorky Ventru like has a problem with this, and it's just like we need to talk about your medical malpractice insurance that you've taken through my company. <laughs> I'm just saying I have footage of you I'm doing crimes. I want the Ventru that it, it makes a sole mission that every time somebody embraces a new Tremere and they were a doctor, they're like, "And license revoked? Why? <laughs> Fuck you! You know why? Just, just, just." Just look at the crimes. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. We're going to have to double your premiums this month. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so uh, you, you've staked them, you've cut them apart and sewn them back together like some weird, very unfortunate Turduncan. Oh. Uh, and you've thrown, just you've yeeted the whole thing into some sort of vessel like some unholy fucking gumbo. Yep. Question. Yes. Are they buried in? Uh, uh, yep. Kind of. Yeah. Then we get to step eight. Yeah. Yeah. So step eight uh, is you need to let the solution ferment for months. Hmm. So this person who is conscious is in a dirty barrel <laughs> for months. Usually, uh, yeah, this is missing in here. But yeah, the step eight usually is burying it too. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Usually, you usually bury whatever container you have under the earth. It doesn't, in, if I recall correctly in the research, I didn't write it down. Um the earthen properties that the gargoyle inherits isn't the earth that they are buried in. It's the earth that's in the solution specifically. Yeah, it's just a lot of the times, I think for convenience reasons and for ritual things you can get away with, instead of burying your gargoyle barrel like kimchi in the dirt, you can just put it like in a wine cellar. You're like, eh, it's underground. Mm-hmm. I gotcha. Yeah. yeah, but that old ritual they did just... The fact the that I'm referring to people in a barrel to fermented cabbage should be upsetting. Also, uh, like because these things are still alive, you would need to protect it from the sun at all costs, yep. or the sun would nuke whatever you've got cooking. Yeah. yeah so, mm-hmm. like, also just the amount of fucking uh, wealth and power you have to have to do this ritual, because you need a room to torture somebody in for at least a month that no one's going to question, right. and then you have to keep this conscious person in a dirty barrel mm-hmm. mud soup thing for months away from the sun. And also have the space to be able to continue to perform rituals. I mean, to be fair, Dahmer did that part. Yeah. He tried. He succeeded. He succeeded. Mostly because <laughs> the cops were lazy and homophobic. Yeah. Well, I mean, he didn't make a gargoyle. That's what I'm saying. He's trying. Kinda. He tried. He tried. Content warning. He tried to put battery acid in this poor kid's head because he wanted to have a love zombie. Yeah. So he kind of tried. So while the fermentation process is happening, the Tremere must continue to perform rituals and rites. So this is not a one and done. This is a continued torture. (laughs) Jesus. The Tremere do not know how a lot of these rituals that they just like innately performed on the gargoyles became their disciplines. They want to replicate it. Like the whole flying thing. 
They don't understand how the fuck they gave him that permanently. Yeah. They thought it was a temporary. Yeah, we will get into yeah. that. Uh, but yeah, so continuing the, the rites and rituals during the fermentation process, if they fail in doing any of these correctly or at the wrong time, could either result in a subpar gargoyle or the loss of the entire specimen. As in it would die? Yes. Or it would like come out as like a... Either it would come up... Thing. Either it would be like, eh, not as good, come up fucked up, and then they'd have to kill it, or it would just die in the process. Mm, okay. Yeah, it'd just be some weird like flesh meat thing that they're like, well, that's not what we're going for. Right. Time to incinerate this. Mm-hmm. Oops. T- just like, well, I wasted three months. <laughs> time to try again. Yep. I'm yep. a vampire. I technically live forever. Time is a non-problem for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And step nine, upon successful ritual, you now have a completely mind wipe minion to do as you're bidding and train as you will. Mm-hmm. The process, no matter which way you become a gargoyle, pretty much completely wipes your mind. You can have some small memories still, but yeah. for the most part, you ain't got any of them. Yeah. At least you won't remember what's been happening for the last two months. Yeah, no, that part you remember. It's yeah. all your mortal life before that. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or your vampire life before yeah, that. Yeah, everything before the ritual, you're like, I have no fucking idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this so is the, the most is, gaslighting. This is the Manchuria, Manchurian candidate process that the CIA wishes they could do. Yeah. Yeah. And for... Uh, to, to revisit on our episode of the Second Inquisition, uh, those of you who are uh, like, I don't see what the big deal is about all this. Uh, torture is a sense of subject to approach in any context. Torture violates people by explicit design. The U.S. Military Code of Justice, the Geneva Convention, and laws and mores of every civilized country consider torture a crime against humanity. Yeah, so when people say fuck the Tremere and Tremere war crimes, it's li- this is literally a war crime, guys. You get you get now why we have been like doing this, and this is just their. Mm. This is one of their most egregious options, and we know it still happens and is canon in V five. Well, the the ritual happening anymore is supposedly no, but we will get into that in the actual uh, Tremere episode because the uh, practice of making gargoyles does become a big political hot button issue in the dark mm-hmm. ages and is a big point of contention into the Tremere being accepted into the Camarilla. So mm-hmm. we'll get into that next episode, kids. <laughs> yeah, though I will bring up uh, before we get into this. Yeah, no, they, the combinations, they always fell into these casts. They could only be two. No, I know. We can get oh, into yeah, that yeah, in a yeah. moment. Okay, yeah. Thank you. Anyways, uh, yeah, so... Now that we have a gargoyle, how do they function in vampire society? <laughs> how does this interact in with your game? Why is it biting up? Yes. Uh, so Clan Tremere created this bloodline of uh, gargoyles to act as guards, soldiers, and servants for their own machinations. Mm-hmm. We will get into why they had to do that in the next episode. No. So, uh, yeah. So most of the time, uh, they gargoyles fell into three categories, which were scouts, which are a combination of gangrel and Nosferatu of some sort. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were created with specimen specialties, sorry, in stealth and recon with a special feature to turn to stone if they were damaged so they could be retrieved later. Mm-hmm. Great. Like they just... So, like, like hold up, drop. would that make them sunproof, too? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Once yeah. they turn to stone, they're sunproof. They're just a statue. Yeah, yep. they'd 100% be the gargoyle of just... I yeah. mean, for real, though, that is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Unfortunate everything surrounding it. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> or it's like, wow, these guys are really powerful. And then it's like, 
later on, you're even like, oh, when you look in the rules later, when it's like, you could be embraced by these guys, you're still going to lose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Still I, I, yeah I cover that not. later. Yes. Um, but yeah, so the, 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 basically the scout is the equivalent of ye olde black box from mm-hmm. the airplane where it's like, mm-hmm. hey, we can get it later. It's fine. If they get fucked up, well, I don't care. Right. Uh, then we have uh, the warrior, which is Gangrel and Samiti combination. Uh, they were created for war and destruction and to fight it, the enemies of the Tremere as efficiently as possible. These were inspired by the uh, Shlachta. I never know how to say that correctly. I feel like it's Zlachta. Shlachta. Yeah, yeah, I think that's... Uh, okay, it's mostly cool. on the Z, I think. Yeah, I, I did not grow up with any kind of Cyrillic, uh, Russo, Ukraine, any the of that. The only reason I know is because I, I feel like I remember looking it up on YouTube and listening to like six or seven of those like, how do you pronounce this thing? Which is not horribly reliable. But mm-hmm. They were all pretty much the same, yeah. so... Okay, Okay, cool. Good to know. This is one of those words that I always just read and never say aloud. Right, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, but yeah, they were built to win through intimidation and physical punishment. Uh, so these are your big, cronky, strong boys, and they mm-hmm. were usually the most fucked up looking ones. I could imagine. Yeah. And these ones, I always find interesting when you read about them. The Sentinels? Uh, yeah, the Sentinel is the combination of Nosferatu and Zemitsi. Uh, these were created to watch over the Tremere living spaces to keep the havens uh, safe and homey. Uh, as such, this cast was usually friendly and sociable. They were. Li- I I love that because I'm just like, oh, these were the inside gargoyles. This is. Yep. <laughs> they were. Um, it's not in the script, but they were also seen as a sign of uh, luxury and stature in a Tremere. If you were. Anybody in the Tremere and you had a Sentinel gargoyle under your control, they were like, ooh, he's got some power. He's got a butler. That that was more in the Dark Ages where the creation of them was more yeah, uh, common, common uh, because of the uh, banning of the process of creating them. Uh, there has been over the centuries a steady decline mm-hmm, in the yeah. amount of gargoyles. So even having any one of them in your home is considered a sign of wealth and prestige. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. particularly among the Tremere, if not among other vampires, because they're like, oh, you can afford to have this uh, servant person? Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Oh. Which I did write about in the script. It's later on. Oh, yeah. That's okay. <sighs> but yeah. Uh, in Old World of Darkness, uh, gargoyles uh, had their own unique disciplines yeah. as well. So there is uh, Viseratika. Viscera- Viscera- <laughs> yeah, Viseratika? Viseratika. What Another word I've only read in, in my brain and never said aloud. That doesn't look like a real word. I'm just saying. Uh, it's basically a, a bastardization of like vicissitude. Mm-hmm. Uh, but basically it is very similar to protean, except it leans into like stone and earth themings and it gives them like greater uh, discipline. So it's kind of protean and fortitude got slammed together, but they, it's rock based. Yeah. So it's like... Somebody's coming at me with a sword. I'm going to turn my arm into like a stone yeah, arm. Yeah, I can block. meld yeah, into the walls of the building and the castle and like keep watch on everybody. That mm, kind of shit. Okay. Yeah, yeah, just when the walls go, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, and then there's flight. Yeah. It's just called flight because gargoyles can fly. All gargoyles can fly. That's fucking cool. Yeah. It's cool as fuck. Uh, it is magic flight though yeah. because they're stone. Yeah, mm. and those wings don't, those wings are a part of the flight, but it's not like, there's there's no lift for well, what we think in science as lift it it's a part of but it's not like the actual the wings process. Are how they channel the power. Yeah, exactly. It's potentially, like there's 
gargoyles that don't have wings that can fly, and there's gargoyles that do have wings that are able to make it look like they're falling with style. Because, <laughs> yeah, yeah baby, baby gargoyle can fall with style and glide, and then as they get more powerful, they can actually have ups. Yeah. Gotcha. Because I think that they also do, like, the bird thing with their, like, gargoyle sire or, like after the ritual when they are trained by an older gargoyle they just have somebody that's like okay cool let's go to a let's go to an abandoned building why yeet <laughs> oh yeah You'll figure it out oh yeah and if he doesn't he'll be fine so yeah exactly he'll just oh we're gonna get you some blood we'll try that again in 20 minutes mm-hmm. i'm gonna <laughs> kick you off the building again yep do you want a snack pack <laughs> get it right and i'll give you a snack pack <laughs> You can't be nice about it. I mean, come on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, just the mental picture of a gargoyle just hanging off the side of a building, grumpy with like a blood bag of blood, like a Capri Sun. Just like, so what did you learn? Yeah. <laughs> Don't lean forward. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I must believe in me. <laughs> yeah. So for these reasons, uh, part of the ritual for gargoyles gives them a weakness to be particularly easy to be mind control, which mm-hmm. the Tremere have access to dominate. Mm. Funnily enough. Uh, this also goes along with the complete destruction uh, to actually create the gargoyles. So, uh, yeah. Part of uh, the ritual involves basically mentally and emotionally breaking them down. So, you know, that helps with the, the mind control. And unfortunately, because of this being an innate part of the ritual, it does affect the embrace as well. Mm-hmm. So even if you're just like chilling and then a gargoyle embraces you, yeah, goodbye to those memories. You might vaguely remember once enjoying a sandwich with your dad, but you can't yeah. remember. I think there's a quote from an individual later on in the script, uh, Ferox, where he will bring up the fact that he's like, no, I remember things a little bit but i can't remember their face like i know i had a dad and i remember this thing but i don't remember the anything concrete right yeah and as stated previously a tremere vampire or chantry having a gargoyle on staff use big air quotes there uh is a sign of uh high prestige and power while gargoyles technically have been free for hundreds of years as part of a pact, we'll talk about the next episode. Mm-hmm. Many continue to remain as servants because they don't know what the fuck else to do. Or some of them are still low-key kind of being like gaslit or brainwashed into staying. Mm-hmm. So We did mention that they uh, are particularly easy to mind control. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which uh, I do know it's brought up in the later lore. Any of the free ones, um, if they are in a city... They can be chill with the city the moment somebody tries to mind control them. They will fucking, they they will be pissed. They will inform all of the other gargoyles and they will fuck off. Well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the few gargoyles that have survived into modern nights mostly ally with the Camarilla from my understanding of the mm-hmm. current lore. And it seems to kind of be stemmed to be more of like a survival, just kind of like, hey, so shit's fucked. Uh, we're just going to kind of lean into what we know and proceed from there mm. uh the free gargoyles uh that have chosen to not ally with camaria tend to be more independent so they nominally become anarchs mm-hmm. i was about to say we forgot the uh, the the smallest of weaknesses that you know shouldn't be said but is mm-hmm. has to be said they also look like gargoyles so you know it's kind of hard to blend into society yeah. yeah for that for that reason and like for the easily mind wiped and all that jazz i'm kind of surprised that there's not more of them in the sabbat like, you'd think the Sabbat would see that and be like, 
That is a tool we are going to use. Yeah, there's mention in some of the old lore that there are a handful of gargoyles that join the Sabbat because they're just like, look, I was created for war and destruction, so I'm going to just keep doing that. Yeah, right. and then just some meatsy and the Blood Brothers are just like, hell yeah, <laughs> let's go. I think another big reason is, I mean, we always talk about the Samitsi and the Lasombra as like the main members of the Sabbat, but there are a lot of Tremere Sabbat as well. Eh. And so getting away from It's kind of, well, no, the thing with the Tremere Sabbat is kind of wonky. There actually is not a lot of Tremere Sabbat. Really? I thought there were. No. Like, Gortrix is really into the Sabbat, but he has like his little posse mm-hmm. and like, that's it. See, I thought that he had a pretty big faction though. Mm-hmm. No. Really? Mm-mm. And again, uh, as I've stated in a few episodes, the few Tremere that are in the Sabbat, usually the Sabbat, you're too scary to deal with the cam, and they put up with some shit. Well, I mean, if you get into, like, the just the structure of the Tremere, because they're so hierarchical, and just, you know, I am the older one because I have studied more, and I have prestige, and I da 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 is very antithetical to how the Sabbat are. Where it's, I'm the fucking toughest. It doesn't matter how old you are or yeah. how much you know. I can fucking kill you. Yeah, yeah so that just... That alone tends to mean they don't vibe terribly often, and uh, there are chunks of the spot that make a point of, uh, if there are any spot Tremere, they're just like, ah, nuke it from orbit. Yeah. Nuke it from orbit, we're just gonna, which is why Gortrix's stuff tends to be very secret society, and layers of bullshit, and Gortrix might actually be Tremere. It's a whole thing. We'll no, get into we'll it do. next episode. We'll get into it later. yeah, yeah. Uh, oh my god, mm-hmm. I was betrayed by my phone. Oh no, it's okay. It's fine, it just Traitor! skipped all the way to the end. Oh no. Da, 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 da. Yes, uh, gargoyles generally tend to have a deep sense of community with each other. Uh, elders will put a lot of time and effort into training the younger gargoyles on how to maintain the masquerade, because, you know, they got a yeah. fucked up face, and mm-hmm. they're rocks. Yeah, fucked up everything. And also because they can all fly, mm-hmm. you gotta, yeah. you know... Make sure that the homie that is a baby bat doesn't accidentally in the middle of a conversation levitate and then go through a window. <laughs> I'm just I'm just <laughs> picturing like the Gary's mod just like disable gravity, just doot 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 doot. <laughs> I as an ST would do that as like, okay, cool. Uh roll composure. You're you're, you're having you're having a frenzy. You're losing control of your powers. So you just start to like lift slightly <laughs> and just kinda Start to slowly spin like a tape recorder in a space station. Just well, I, I feel like that's part of the horror of it too. Is like you are waking up with almost no memories whatsoever. Like mm-hmm. that could even mean like I have to relearn like complete like body motor function skills mm-hmm. in a new body, and I can't remember how my old arms worked. Yeah, but now I have new beefy arms made up of like arms of multiple creatures oh, yeah, don't rocks. forget you don't lose like your skills and whatnot when you lose your memories you just like you you still kind of have like your like innate known traits as a person it's yeah it's left a little bit up to interpretation so if you for a gargoyle want to create one where you had to like be completely retrained go yeah. for it if you want to have a jason born i don't know who i am but i have kung fu skills mm-hmm. Go for it. That's also a valid storyline. Have fun. Okay, with, cool. With the trauma. <laughs> so I'm going to give it a pause because this is a funny joke, mm. but I'm just giving Hunter the option to cut this. Just be like, I'm just sitting here thinking about how entertaining it would be to have a gargoyle that has autism, and when he just accidentally starts levitating, he just starts making rocket noises. <laughs> just... <laughs> His version of stimming is just floating a little bit. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> stimming and then just lightly... Just rocket land. Yeah. I'm 
I'm gonna break DCMA. Anywho. It'd be great. Uh, if given a choice, a gargoyle will prefer to make a haven somewhere up high. I just like that. It's mm. very cute. They're just like, I just want to be up. It's like a cat. Yeah. yeah. You know, and also they like, if you really want to play into it, and he, like, I joked about it earlier, but that Disney cartoon, like if you really want to do it, you could definitely just have a gargoyle. He's like, no, I just perch here every night and turn to stone and then I'll wake up. I'm high up on a building. Yeah. Because yeah. I know like, I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a huge investment in the old world. Again, I haven't fully looked through the supplement that was put on the storyteller's guide, but yeah, like you could just, like be like cool i turn to stone that's what my sleep is i'm just here i pretend i am decoration yeah that's kind of the way i've always thought it worked is essentially like you see what i thought and maybe you can correct me here but i thought it was their thing was they when the sun rises they always turn to stone not that they they couldn't just lie down in a bed well they could but then they would turn to stone in that bed Mm -hmm. like they every when the sun is down they are stone it's not inherently. They have to still use they that. They have to decide they, to do they, it. Yeah, they have to do that Versteert thing. They yeah. have to have the discipline. They can't just be like, oh, yeah, we're always immune to the sun. Oh, I thought it's, they... Yeah, it's kind of like, you know, Earthmeld. Mm-hmm. Okay. Where it's like, you can technically sleep outside, but like, unless you're able to melt with the earth and be dirt, uh, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> you're still yeah. technically a vampire and have vampire problems. Yeah. You still have to like make a conscious choice. It's not like... It just happens. Also, a fun fact, and I just I just enjoy this because I'm this kind of dork. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 gargoyles have a font. They have mm-hmm. a font. Yeah, because there's a font that's used for a lot of like the gargoyle like text and books and uh, whatnot. So mm. the font is a uh, Calson Antique. All right then. So and it's a it's a very it's a pretty bitchin' if you want to get like a you know if you want to get your 12th century Gothic vibes on in a font. Yeah, it, look. No. It's, I, it's a good looking font. I'm looking at it. it's a good. It's a good looking. It's designed oh, yeah. by William Caslon. That's yeah, solid. Yeah, just you know, the graphic design nerd to me was just like, I have a name for this font. Hell yeah, <laughs> I can use it for things now. <laughs> Fucking, why are you shaking your head at me? Fuck you, Skipper. You're a fucking nerd. I am. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. So we have a couple of notable NPCs and mechanics for V five. Mm-hmm. So uh, the first NPC is Verstinia who was a mage who was embraced as a Tremere in 1111. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is known as the mother of gargoyles. All of these crimes are technically her fault. Damn. Mm-hmm. But she also really loves and cares for her little babies. So she does all this horrible, horrible, horrible she, shit and then is like, give me a hug. Well, um, it's not in this. It's not. It, it probably got cut out for like fucking uh, history reasons. She's not the only one. She's just one of the main ones. She's just considered to be one of the like reasons why it worked. Yeah, basically the 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 Tremere had an R and D department, and mm-hmm. they were trying to work on this, and they couldn't fucking figure it out. And then they found this mage who's like really good at summoning shit, mm-hmm. and they're like, "What if we got this bitch in on it?" And she was our A team. I for, I'm sad I don't remember the name of the scientist ladies in NASA who were doing the the math to make the rockets go. No. So she gets the title of Mother of Gargoyles, which I just think is kind of cool. But mm-hmm. also, yeah, she's got this like, yeah, I did all this fucked up shit, but I also really care about these things because like I, I, I made them and I deal with them and their empathy. So they're like my babies, but I also had to like torture and technically murder several vampires to meet each and every one of you. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucked up. Uh, but uh, her care and concern for the gargoyles, part of the reason that they were able to do their rebellion, there was a gargoyle rebellion. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yep. I will get into that next episode. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, so Shondas is the first known gargoyle created around 1121. Uh, he disappeared during a mission in 1126. So it took him a decade to get the first one done. Yeah. yeah. So 10 years of just grinding up Nosferatu, Gangrel, and Zemitsi, just being like, did it work? Eh. Yeah. Uh, throw it out the window. And this is mostly taking place in like Eastern Europe, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's very yeah. Carpathian Mountains, Romania, that whole region. It's really pretty everywhere. It's gorgeous. Yeah. Absolutely, Absolutely stunning. Absolutely gorgeous. Fucking the pierogies slap. Yes. I very... Just don't look in the basement. Just don't. <laughs> Don't look at any Romanian. <laughs> yeah. No, ever. I really hope on the history episode we do get into why they chose those three vampires. Mm. Oh. Uh, Shondas uh, may have been captured by Zemitsi. I don't fucking know. Uh, though uh, Verstinia uh, apparently had rumors about there being a rock lord building forces in the Carpathian Mountains. Wait, who is this? Uh, Shondas, Shondas, the first gargoyle. Yeah. Shondas, okay. Yes, yeah, so there's some hints that uh, during the the stoking the rebellions that Verstinia was like, my my uh, my eldest baby ran off into the mountains and he's starting a rebellion. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. We have no records if that's what happened. Gotcha. Yeah, there are very very little records on Shondas other than just this is the first one, definitely. Yeah, and then Ferox, which whomst. Uh, uh, yeah, the yeah Ferox, or as I like to call him, the vampire that shoots Jesus out of his eyes. Yes. And we will get to that, but uh, he's got a big boy. Uh, this might have been somebody's player character story, so I'm uh, gonna mm-hmm. I'm gonna try and cliff notes this. But if you want to read it, there's a whole wiki page. He's uh, so. So Ferox started off as a Bruhagul ghoul. Ferox started off as Bruhagul in 40 CE, so he was around for Jesus. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like, what up, G Rizzy? G G Rizzy Yahweh C. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, uh. <laughs> Ferox was obtained by the venture later on as a, a retainer slash informant. I don't know if he was narking on the Bruja to the venture. It's left a little vague. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, converted to Christianity and began to speak out against the cru- cruelty of vampiric society. I mean, good on him for that. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, the cool kind of Christians that are like it, it, giving out sandwiches to the homeless and fuck. He- yeah. Power establishment. Yeah. Right. During this time. He probably he, actually hung out with Jesus. He was 100% during this time also warning vampires that the first inquisition was about to happen he's like this is gonna fucking happen yeah i was like well no i think i think he was i think he converted after jeezy because jeezy would have died in yeah. like 33 and he was embraced in i was 40. saying he might have like hung out with him he oh he might have yeah, 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 oh yeah that dude who did the fish thing yeah. i mean it was a cool magic trick but yeah, yeah he hung out with hookers it was a good time yeah i didn't um, know he was the son of god right book why he T-posing? <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. I'm going to get us canceled. Yeah. Anyways, uh, after he was booted from the church, he got kicked out of the church. Oh, <laughs> it's very sad. Uh, he was traded off to the Tremere, who saw him as a wonderful specimen. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. It begins. Uh, the mistreatment of the gargoyles snapped uh, his sense of ghoul-induced loyalty, because he uh-huh. was very, like... I'm a ghoul. I'm a, I'm a service vampire. They, they doing fucked up shit, but I'm going to do my job, duty. And yeah. then, you know, uh, the Tremere kicked his ass so hard. He went, fuck that. Mm-hmm. You take my badge and my gun. <laughs> he also just didn't like the way they were treating the gargoyles. He's like, what the fuck? But. Yeah. Yes. So the gargoyles were like, hey, he's a homie. Let's get him the fuck out of here. Because, you know, he's chill. He's Mark. He's our Mark. Um, During that, it didn't go well. 
the Tremere caught on and they recalled the vampire blood in him that made him a ghoul. Because they can do that. They too. can do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They just were like, what if I just control alt deleted your superpowers that have been keeping you alive uh, since 40 CE and it's now like 1100, 1300, 14, you know. It's surprising he didn't just immediately turn to dust. He, oh, he was. He started to. Yeah. He, he was. He started to, and then the gargoyles panicked, and they're just like, I, I, embrace him. Go. Red button time. I mean, I guess that is kind of the only option at that point. Either that or let him turn to dust. Yeah, and because of the process of how gargoyle embraces go, uh, Ferox does not remember any of that shit, but he maintains his true faith. Mm-hmm. To the point. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> we'll get to it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, fuck. Okay. So he somehow has maintained. Yeah, because I guess as a ghoul, you can have true faith. Mm-hmm. And his true faith remained, and that's all that remains of the previous Ferox. And it's so powerful that looking upon him gives you like the Ghost Rider penance stare. Yeah, you can't man, you can't advance on him or get anywhere near unless you have true faith too. That's the reason why, because the process, one, he was aging so rapidly, he became an albino. And two, when you see him, he has mirrored sunglasses on. Because if he takes them off, if you don't have true faith, you cannot come closer to him. Hmm. Like if he just goes, at least if you're a vampire. Yes. Also some sinners. <laughs> yeah, if you're a human and you fuck around too hard. So if you're Hitler, you can't. Yeah, no. Hitler would just be like, I Hitler, cannot absolutely advance. not. George Bush, Dick Cheney, absolutely not. <laughs> no. <laughs> I <laughs> eat. Joe Biden, probably not either. I... <laughs> Probably not, honestly. Uh, yeah. No. I.e. why the, Just too creepy. Yeah. I.e. why I have the quote, and I'm not joking, when I wrote this paper, I was just like, Farrah, this is the fucking vampire that shoots Jesus out of his yes. eyes, because... Yeah, so, uh, he is also known as the Rock Lord, so... There he, might be two Rock Lords? There might be two Rock Lords, he might have just... it was him. There yeah. might, it was either him the whole time, or, uh, somebody... There was just a rumor of a Rock Lord, and then he just became dope and he just earned it mm, he basically fair. went i'm hard shot now yeah because yeah. <laughs> uh, again of our two potential like people who led the rebellion it's sometimes it could be ferox could be Vershani. yeah so those are those are important gargoyle related characters if you mm-hmm. want to use them for your games go for it uh if you want to read about the marvelous misadventures of ferox there's tons of shit yeah the kindred most wanted yes uh so uh what the fuck does all this mean in the context of v5 so gargoyles are canon they do exist uh there is a mention of a gargoyle that stalks the halls of the hyde park shantry in chicago huh this gargoyle was initially put there by the uh, high council of the tremere to keep track of nikolai who was the regent of chicago He's particularly fucked up because he was embraced at the age of 10 and he was just a powerful little psychopath. Mm-hmm. Never uh, embrace kid, no. kids. Never. <laughs> it's always a bad... I, I feel like... I think one of the things every vampire should do after you're done being embraced, just show them Anne Rice's interview with the vampire and just be like, this is why we don't embrace children. Do you see it? Do you see the reason? Yeah. I mean, you can get into some interesting story stuff if people are consenting to want to explore this about mm-hmm. nature versus nurture da, da 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 what does that socially mean for somebody to be trapped in a body they don't want to be in mentally you know, all that kind of shit right but in the case of nikolai little psycho bastard <laughs> okay um yeah. good news is he's probably dead now in the canon that's good Got bad it. news is now there's just a gargoyle with no job just stuck in the chicago shantry doing god knows what bummer yeah so, and there's also a Somebody. gargoyle encounter in the LA by Night series, which is a really cool episode. 
I enjoy it. Mm. Um, so now, I I know it's meta, but now now if we ever play a Chicago game, I don't care what character I'm playing. We have to go to the Chicago Chantry and just be like, we need to take him out for walkies. This is bullshit. I mean, depending on how you want to run it, I've run the Chicago Chantry uh, as a. Uh, like 13 ghosts, rose red kind of mansion house thing where you can just get lost in there. Uh, that's fine. I'd still kick the door in and let the fucking dog out for a walk. That feels cruel. He's a person. Gargoyles are people. Yeah, I know. And if he's and if he's still walking around and he can't get out. Yeah. So he he might be he might be chilling. He might be trying to like plan his escape. I'm just gonna say this. There's also a very big allegedly mm-hmm. about the death of the man he's protecting. Yeah, I did put allegedly because. Uh, uh, according to the lore in the Chicago by night, cause there's two Tremere in Chicago by night that are canonically his childer. And they're both just like, well, I don't feel him anymore. So I think he's dead, but that is not an uncommon thing to happen amongst the Tremere. And then it turns out they're not dead. They just soul shifted into somebody else's body. So who the fuck <laughs> oh, knows? Yeah. Or they're sleeping or, or they're in torpor. Yeah. Uh, Nikolai might've been captured by the second inquisition and he's being experimented on. Who knows? Which is just going to make him more of a psycho bastard. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Speaking of psycho bastards. Speaking of psycho bastards, there is a Jersey devil outside the window. <laughs> yeah. My pup's <laughs> oh my just God. staring at us. Very yeah, cute. He kind of figured Very it cute. out. He's like, wait, I can go over but here. Yeah, like, so to, to wrap, we are getting close yeah. towards the end. My friends, uh, there is no official sheet or stats for running a gargoyle in the raw mm-hmm. uh, info. So if you are interested in running an NPC or an actual player character that is a gargoyle, uh, there is uh, the V5 gargoyle supplement that mm-hmm. exists in Storyteller's Vault and on DriveThruRPG. It is a pay what you want, but it was written by a very lovely person who runs the Clan Gargoyle Twitter account. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tyler Rose is adorable and delightful. And if you could chuck them a couple of bucks, that'd be great. Go for it. Yeah. Cause it's a pay what you want. Yes. So there's, there's rules in there that are pretty cool and balanced. I've enjoyed the book. I haven't had a chance to use it yet for anything, but, um, I, it's, it's a good read. Sick. Yeah. So if you want to go for it, it's just technically not in the raw. So I can't really give you per our agreement on how we are writing things for the podcast rules. Yep. Right. But if you want to look into it, here's an option. So, uh, we made it. We made mm-hmm. it. We got Woo. we got through the slurry and the torture and all the bullshit. I didn't even get into. Oh my god! I just realized. Yeah. Gargoyles are essentially made through an unganga. Yep. Blech. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 And then we're also forced to do uh, manual labor and yeah. war crime. It, it's you know. That's nuts. And or mm-hmm. you know house servitude. I can't imagine having to do the laundry for a shantry. Just so much blood. So much, and other fluids. And, yeah, no good. Oh my god. I, f- I feel like, I I like Gargoyles a lot. They're cool. I think it'd be fun to put in your story, or even play as one. Yeah. But I absolutely understand why they haven't put them in the core book, because that's a lot to give to players, especially yeah. a new player. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, you have so many weaknesses at that point. Just like, not only, not only the I, you can be mind-controlled, you are ugly all the time, just like, how challenging is that? Just like, how do you have touchstones other than like just going to a park and staring at a human and just being like, mm. how do you interact? You need to have so many Ben Grimm um, things. Have you not watched the Gargoyles cartoon? Without that reporter imme- lady that hung out with all of them. Look, and I, they were friends, I'm just saying. Steadfast friends. They were good friends. 
roommates even. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. And then she got shot by one of them. Yeah. There was the episode. Uh, but you know, there's also just the internet where they're just like, I want to fuck a monster. And I'm like, you know what? I get it. Yeah. yeah, I get it. the 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 fucking like half the the cargoils are hot apparently. Then that's the that's just the fucking uh, that's just the final uh, tales from beyond uh, <laughs> story where the gargoyle doesn't turn into a hot black lady. Yeah, there yeah, it is. Yep, yep, yep. That is the illustrated panel of a Disney character wielding a Glock um, to shoot somebody because he is a feared. So, well, no, no, no. He was playing around because he thought he was a cowboy. Yeah. And he didn't know what guns did. Mm, oh, Damn. That's what it was. That's yep. sad. The, and ties in with the no memories thing. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so yep. Uh, if uh, you want to delve into the morality of uh, torture and uh, slavery in your game... Gargoyles are a good lens to discuss that, but also, you know, it, that's a lot. Maybe talk about it with your friends at a session zero. Yeah. On a brighter note, though, mm. I think you could also use a gargoyle to explore a story, kind of like we were talking about, of like someone who's like kind of childlike and doesn't quite understand, like because they do have a lot of their mind wipe, and you kind of get to decide how much is gone and how much mm-hmm. is there. You could play a gargoyle as like a pretty, honestly, innocent, like, more young minded character mm-hmm. and them just having to deal with being this fucking monstrous thing now. Oh, okay. I think that's a much more comfortable way than like being turned as a child. I think yeah. pretty much every table I've ever heard where someone suggested that has been like a no. Yeah. Big no. And why are you asking to do that? Whereas I think if you presented it through the lens of a gargoyle, I think that's a much more comfy. Like, yeah, because there's a difference between I want to play something that has the body of a child but the mind of an adult versus I would like to play something that has a childlike mind. But could snap me in two because it is yeah. a strong being because it has gains because we sewed together the gains of four characters into yeah. one body. Yeah, you yeah, could, it could be an iron giant. Yeah, or like a Frankenstein. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. They're quite literally, I mean, like a Frankenstein type creation and um one of the things that I learned that I I had always assumed is that they were always kind of stony mm-hmm. and rock like and you can change that. They don't all have to look like a gargoyle that you'd see like crouched on a building. Mm-hmm. Um cuz these are just like flesh monsters they could you could give multiple arms instead of wings like if you wanted to there's actually 100 percent that happened hell yeah like you could instead of um you know they maybe they don't fly but they can leap really far mechanically Mm. it's the same but like you could have a lot of fun with that let's be real the sewing together part uh part was just like kirkland's best fucking vicissitude (laughs) so uh yeah so this is the uh start of explaining why the Tremere are fucked up. And we're going to get into that. In our next series. In yeah. our next series. So uh, hopefully that was the worst. It's not the worst of it. Uh, no. That's not the worst uh, of it. Oh, God. Mm, pray for me, everybody. So uh, Paralyzed does good music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love mm-hmm. me some Paralyzed. Yeah, check them out on Bandcamp and other media sources. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they. We also have our Twitter blank underscore bodies we have our instagram at blank bodies pod our tiktok at blank bodies podcast and uh, you can check us out see what we're doing on there we usually post new episodes polls we also have a tumblr i keep forgetting to add to the end notes i'm so sorry i added it to the new template so Uh, when we make new episodes going forward it'll be on there what's the tumblr oh the tumblr Oh, you run wonderful. that. I expect you to know this. Yeah, <laughs> that's so wonderful. I love the Tumblr. It's uh, excellent. <laughs> it is fine and good. 
Uh, fine and dandy. Say, it's I'll Blank Bodies this. Pod. Blank Bodies I'll Pod. Blank Bodies the Pod. The Tumblr is good. I'm sure that lots of things are on there that are lovely. But Hunter runs it. So it's going to be a bit unhinged. It's, it's going to be a little feral. It's followed by um, a lot of porn bots. So if you're into, if you're trying to find some porn and you just don't know where to go, go look at our, uh, <laughs> our list of followers. You know what? I, I am very pro-sex work, so hell yeah. Actually, I hit our list of followers. So joke's on you, horny people. Um, <laughs> How dare you? I'm still pro-sex work, though. Yeah, that's cool. I don't know about sex ro- robots yet, though. That's a that's something we'll have to discuss in the coming decade as no, a society. We'll, but when we get to the syndicate, we can talk about we're, it. We'll figure that out. Uh, if you like what we do, we do have... We'll definitely a, be data tracking your dicks. Yeah, we. Uh, I would assume that is already happening. But uh, yeah, if you mm-hmm. like us and you want to track us a couple of doll hairs, we do have a Patreon. Uh, it comes with some uh, extra perks and stuff involving uh, show notes, polls, uh... We are working towards uh, adding more to things, correct? Yes. We're building upon our things. Mm -hmm. Yes. So right now uh, we got Discord titles at every tier. Um, They have the $5 and sell. You just give us five bucks and you get a Discord tier and we shake your hands and say thank you. And you get into the Discord, uh, the special channel we have for our patrons. Uh, We have the $10 Elder where you also can vote on uh, episode polls. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're working on putting together our show notes for that. Um, So... And also, if you want me to do a character illustration for you, we have tiers for that. And a, a secret tier that is a joke. Mm-hmm. Do not give us that money unless you're cool with it. Yeah, just give me 100 bucks for blood. And again, blood. apparently now we're perfectly fine with donating $1,000 for a corn tub. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. Should we make that a Patreon goal, uh, the corn tub? Enjoy our interview series. Uh, we have talked to other creators that do cool things with tabletop gaming, music, uh we had our stuff with the uh, with Brian from Vascrim, which was delightful. If you want to take part in that, we have blank bodies at Gmail. We are still trying to find actual vampires on top of LARPers and other groups of people. If you got a cool project, we want to hear about it. If you suck blood and live that nightlife, we also want to hear about that. Yeah. For sure. Hells yeah. Again, they're trying to pretend they're not vampires. All right, bye-bye. Goodbye. 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 Dog, Goodbye. No. Mwah!